And this morning I want to preach a message on our series, I Will. We went into 2023 with some I Wills. Today's message is, I will not fear. Look at your neighbor and say, I will not. I will not be afraid. You know, I was thinking about one of the most popular parables that the master taught. Someone calls this parable the granddaddy of them all. And I love it. He said in Mark 4, 13, Know ye not this parable, and how then will you know all parables? In verse 14 it says, The sower sows the word. And these are they by the wayside where the word is sown. But when they have heard, Satan cometh immediately and taketh away the word that was sown in their hearts. Verse 16 and 17 says, And these are they likewise which are sown on stony ground, who when they have heard the word, immediately receive it with gladness, and have no root in themselves, and so endure for a time, but afterward when affliction or persecution, what does it arise for? It arises for the word's sake. Immediately they are offended. I think it's very interesting that the word of God says it arises. How many of you know that afflictions and persecutions don't come from above? Persecutions and afflictions oftentimes come straight from a demonic force. And so, notice with me, immediately when the Word of God is sown, these things showed up in their lives. And what happened? Rather than them being good ground, the Scripture says, immediately they were offended. They were offended. And I looked up the word offended there, and the word offended there means to cause to fall away or to stumble. So they were not able to receive fully what the master was teaching them because they stumbled and they fell back. Now I want you to notice something. This is on the same day that the sower sows the word. Jesus said something very important to them. So I want you to drop down to verse 35 and verse 36. Notice with me, and the same day. When the evening was come, he said unto them, Let us go over, or let us pass over to the other side. Whatever Jesus said is a divine enablement for what he said to come to pass. Jesus wasn't playing around. He says, We are going to go to the other side. Say it with me. His commands... Our empowerments. What does this mean? It means with the directive comes the ability. Now notice in verse 37, and immediately, (laughs) immediately, right after the master said that, sounds like what we just read earlier in the chapter. It says, and the same day, in verse 36, and when they had uh, sent them away, He took them even as he was in the ship, and there was also with him other little ships. Verse 37, And there arose a great storm of wind, and the waves beat into the ship so that it was now full. So we see here that the test arose 
just like it did earlier, the test arose to hinder them and to keep them from going to the other side. I believe it caused the disciples to stumble. I believe it caused the disciples to fall away. Now notice with me, Jesus, in verse 38, he was in the hinder part of the ship and he was asleep on a pillow. I like that. It tells us that he was not startled. Jesus believed what he said and he was resting in what he had spoken. How many of you know that when you have a word from the Lord, you can believe it? And when you believe it and receive it and confess it and act upon it, you can then enter into rest. This is a picture of the rest of God coming upon Jesus. I love that. How was he sleeping? How is he able to be in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow? I declare today it's because he wasn't scared. He wasn't afraid. But notice the next thing that the disciples said. Remember, the affliction came. Disciples said, Master, don't you care that we perish? Oh my goodness. What were they doing? They were questioning his love for them. They were questioning his care for them. And did you know that the enemy works on this with a lot of people? The affliction comes, the test comes. Sometimes we go some, through some things. And then the enemy is there to tempt us to question his care. Why is this happening in my life? Why is this happening to my loved ones? Questioning the care of God is not a good thing to do. Never ask him, don't you care? He already told us that He loves us with an everlasting love. He already told us that underneath are those everlasting arms which will lift us and hold us even in the midst of the storm. So we don't want to give the enemy in place. What we need to do is rather believe this and say this, My Father loves me just as much as He loves Jesus. Oh, say it with me real strong. My father, he loves me just as much as he loves Jesus. And then do what 1 John chapter 4, 18 says, verse 16 says, And we have known and believed the love that God has to us. God is love. God cares for you. And so we must have not only faith in His Word, but faith in His character. Faith in the love of God. I want to encourage you, no matter what you may be going through right now, never, ever feel sorry for yourself. Never talk about what you don't have. Never talk about what you can't do. But rather open up the B-I-B-L-E and look into the perfect law of liberty and receive with meekness the engrafted word which will save your soul, which will keep you steady in a time of testing and trial. Oh, thank God your Father loves you. His hand is upon you. He's there with you in the valley of the shadow of death. He's there with you when the floods arise. He's there with you when the storms come. He's with you. He's for you. He's on the inside of you to get you to the other side and to make it to your wealthy place.
Oh, glory to God. He loves you. He loves me. Woo, hallelujah. And last time I checked, the love of God will never fail. The opposite of failure is, is success. If you want to be a success in life, get a revelation of just how much God loves you and how much He cares for you. When you do that, you'll go through life without a care. You can cast all your care upon Him because your Father cares for you. That is a message that we need to embrace. Now notice in verse 39. The storm arose. There was a great storm, a mega storm, but Jesus arose. And He arose. And He rebuked the wind. And He said unto the sea. He was commanding here. He said, peace be still. And what happened? There was a great calm. Jerry Savelle said many years ago, for every mega storm, God has a mega calm. There was a great calm. And so we see Jesus' example here of rising up and the enemies being scattered. This is an example for you and I to embrace. When the storm comes, we must rise up on the inside of us and speak to the storm. Say and declare, peace be still. Body be healed. Finances come in. Child be saved. Government be changed for the glory of God. Woo! Glory to God. And notice in verse 40, and he said unto them, I'm glad you woke me up and don't try this at home. No, he didn't say that. He said, why are you so full of fear? How is it that you have no faith? Well, it's obvious to, not, to us that they could have done better. But how about us? Couldn't we do better? I know I can do better. We can all do better. Because the test is coming. The affliction is knocking at the door. But remember this. You've got Jesus on the inside of you. Just like they had him in the hinder part of the ship. Oh, glory to God. And in verse 41 it says, And they feared exceedingly. And they said to one another, What manner of man is this that even the wind and the sea obey him? Wow. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus. The wind and the sea obey the master. And the winds of life and the storms of life will obey your command of faith. Jesus said, don't speak about the mountain. He said, speak to the mountain. Don't talk about how big the mountain is. Talk about how big your God is. Woo! Talk about El Shaddai, the God who is more than more than enough. Talk about Jehovah Rapha, your healer. Talk about Jehovah Jireh, your provider. Talk about Jehovah Shalom, your peace. Amen. Talk to the mountain. Speak to it. You're either speaking to the mountain or the mountain speaking to you. Tell those mountains to shut up and rise up. In faith, say with me three times, I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. Now, let's go over to Hebrews, the second chapter, verses 14 and verse 15. Hebrews chapter 2, 
verse 14 and verse 15. Notice this with me. It says, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might, I like this, destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through the fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Now the Amplified Version in verse 15 says this, and also that he might deliver and completely set free all those who through the haunting fear of death were held in bondage through the whole course of their lives. So what do we see from Hebrews 2, 14 and 15? I'll tell you what we see. We see that Jesus defeated the master fear, the fear of death. In other words, the kingpin of fear is the fear of death. And Jesus took the kingpin down. Jesus completely destroyed the stronghold of all fear. Every fear. He destroyed him that had the power of death. That is the devil. Amen. And I'm here to tell you this morning, God didn't give you a spirit of fear. But he gave you a spirit of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now notice with me on Romans chapter 8 and notice with me in verse 15. Romans 8 and verse 15. It says here that in verse 15 it says, For you have not received the spirit of what? A bondage again to fear. Many of us were in bondage before Christ, were we not? We were in bondage to multiple fears. Some of us grew up being trained in a family of fear. I mean, every time a disaster would come, you know, maybe our parents would say, you better look out, you better watch out, the flu's coming to town, or whatever the case might be. Many of us grew up in homes where there was fear very prevalent. Aren't you glad that now you're in the family of God? And instead of having the spirit of fear, we now have the spirit of faith? And so he says in verse 15. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Did you know that fear will knock on your door? But what about it? We don't have to receive it. We should be able to smell fear when it comes around the corner. And so we do not have to receive fear. We can receive freedom. And so he says, For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but what have we received? But we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Daddy, Daddy. Now let's bring that up in the Amplified Version, verse 15 of Romans chapter 8. And let's read this together. This is really good. Ready, read. For the spirit which you have now received is not the spirit of slavery to put you once more in bondage to fear. But you have received the spirit of adoption, the spirit producing sonship, in the bliss of which we cry, Abba, 
Father, Father. Woo. Notice, spirit of fear, spirit of faith. The spirit of fear brings bondage. The spirit of faith brings liberty. The spirit of faith brings freedom. And that is the will of God for each and every one of us in this house today. All of you walking online, it is the will of God for us to be delivered from each and every fear. I love Psalms 34. So let's look over there. The 34th Psalm talks about some things here that I think are very important for us to look at. It is completely possible for us to live completely fear-free. Say with me, I'm faith-filled and I'm fear-free. That's why it's so important to continuously feed on the Word of God. Continuously feed on those things which put faith on the inside of you. Because what happens when you do that, out of the abundance of your heart, the mouth will begin to speak. Amen. And so in Psalms chapter 34, in verses 1 through 4, he said, I'm going to bless the Lord when I feel like it. Has there ever been been in a time in your life where you didn't feel like blessing the Lord? He said, I will. There's another I will. I will not fear. And instead of fearing, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to bless the Lord at all times. I'm going to bless him in the morning. I'm going to bless him at noontime. I'm going to bless him in mid-afternoon. I'm going to bless him in late afternoon. I'm going to bless him at dinner time. I'm going to bless him at snack time. I'm going to bless him at bedtime. And if I wake up in the middle of the night, I'm going to bless the Lord in the night seasons. His praise is going to continually be in my mouth. Somebody says, well, I have a praise in my heart. Well, release it. Release the praise in your heart. Open up your mouth and sing unto the Lord a new song. Open up your mouth and sing the high praises of God. Offer unto Him the sacrifice of praise. That is the fruit of your lips continually giving thanks to His name. Woo! Glory to God. If no one else is going to bless Him, I'm going to bless Him. If everyone's going to talk about everything going down, I'm going to keep my hands up. I'm going to keep looking up. I'm not looking down. I'm looking to my Savior. I'm looking to the lily of the valley. I'm looking to the bright and morning star. I'm looking to Jesus who is coming soon. I'm looking to my healer. I'm looking to my financier. I'm looking to my keeper. I'm looking to the bishop of my soul. Woo! If the rocks don't cry out, we're going to praise Him. We're going to praise Him. We're going to dance. We're going to shout. We're going to rejoice. We're just warming up. Glory to God. If you have a problem down here with some of the expressions of praise and worship, just wait till you get to heaven. Woo! Going to see Peter running around the throne. Going to see Paul doing a dance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, 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 devil. 
In the midst of destruction, in the midst of famine, I will rejoice. In the midst of destruction, in the midst of famine, I will laugh. I will rejoice. I will praise. I will lift up my voice. Hallelujah. I'll do it in my midnight hour. I'll do it when the sun is shining. I'll do it when it's raining day after day after day and week after week after week. I'll do it in sleet. I'll do it in snow. I'll do it on a beautiful fall morning in Minnesota when all the leaves are just full of color. I'm going to praise Him. I'm going to praise Him. How about you? Are you going to praise Him? Are you going to worship Him? Oh, glory to God. I think there's a praise in the house today. And so he said, I will. This will keep you free from fear. I will not fear. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Download a playlist on your phone. Download a playlist on your computer at home. Download a a playlist of high praise and worship and awe and reverence to the Lord. And just let that play all around you. And you will find that it will lift you. It will bless you. And the presence of the Lord will come upon you. And those things which were bothering you shall no longer bother you. Why? Because the presence of the Lord has bringing the anointing. And the anointing is breaking the yokes. The anointing is destroying every burden. Amen. He said, now my soul is going to make her boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the problem with me. I think there's way too much of that. Oh, magnify what he said. Magnify what they say. Magnify the balloon in the sky. We're not magnifying any balloon in the sky. We're magnifying the most high. The balloon in the sky came down. The balloons in the sky are coming down. Those things that the enemy are bringing into your life, they're coming down. He's the most slow, but we serve God who is the most high. He's El Elyon, the most high God. Hallelujah. Woo, thank you, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Oh, magnify not the problem with me. What do you say? We exalt his name. The name that is above every name. The matchless, the wonderful, the majestic, the high name of Jesus. Glory to God. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. Those that are in right standing with God are running into it and we are safe. Somebody say, I praise him today. Let us exalt his name together. That speaks of coming together. It's important that we come together and praise Him. It's important that we come together and have communion together. It's important that we come together and worship together. Let us exalt His name together. Because when we're together, there are some things that will happen corporately that don't necessarily happen individually. Oh, there's power in corporate praise. There's power in corporate prayer. There's power in corporate faith. Amen. Oh, let God arise and his enemies be scattered. I sought the Lord and he heard me. And what did he do? 
And he delivered me from all of my fears. Woo! Glory to God. Say it me three times. I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. To live fear-free means this. That nothing can move you, shake you, intimidate you, paralyze you, or throw you into a state of panic. Doesn't matter what the devil say, we're going to live by what God say. Doesn't matter what people's attacks we may encounter, thank God we've got an invincible army. If the Lord is on our side, what can man do unto us? Situations we face, health, finances, family, what may be happening in the nation. We do not have to cower down and back off in fear. We are not of them that leave off the goodness of God. We are of them that continue to possess the land and believe God for great and glorious things. Here's what will happen in your life when you do this. You will not be terrified, Philippians 1.28 says. You will not be terrified by your adversaries. You will no longer be afraid of the adversary, which to them is an evident token of perdition, but to you of salvation and that from God. I'm going to quote this verse. The NLT says, don't be intimidated in any way by your enemies. The message says, not flinching or dodging in the slightest before the opposition. We're not flinching. We don't have the eye of the tiger. We've got the eye of the lion. We've got the eye of the lion of the tribe of Judah. And when you get him on your mind and you get him in your thought life, all of a sudden there comes a focus, laser focus in your life. That oh, glory to God, you can look your enemy straight in the face and not flinch, not dodge, not even in the slightest. Amen? Look at your neighbor and say, I'm not dodging. I'm not going back. In the slightest. So what do you say? What do you say today? Why don't we adopt a zero-tolerance policy regarding fear? One person said many years ago that fear tolerated is faith contaminated. Ask the Lord to reveal these areas of fear that you've been yielding to. Ask the Lord to reveal it to you. You know, he'll show you. And then you can begin to go into training and put into practice under the recognition of what's going on. It might be a suggestion. It might be a thought. It might be something that the enemy is trying to come against you with. Ask the Lord to reveal it in your life. Let's just not put up with fear anymore. What do you say? Let's not try to manage it or cope with it. Let's attack it. Let's eradicate it. Let's get rid of it. Let's get rid of it. No more fear. No more fear. No more fear of COVID. 
No more fear to take a walk outside. No more fear of being in a crowd. No more fear. No moss. No moss in my life. No more fear of flying. No more fear of working out. No more fear of starving. No more fear. No more. No more. I'm done with it. It's over with. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Let's raise our hands and praise Him for a minute. Lord, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, pasite en de la broca pasteada. Those things that have been coming to your mind are anti-Christ. Those things that come from beneath, those things that arise up for the word's sake are anti-Christ. Anti-word, anti-anointing. Learn to recognize those things. Don't entertain those things for one minute more. Instead of entertaining those things, recognize those things and to cast those things down. For the word of the Lord says, we are to cast down imaginations. What does that mean? We're to cast down images of defeat. We're to cast down images of dying prematurely. How many of you want to live long and you want to live strong? Did you know that you can? And did you know that it's God's will for your life? To live long and to live strong. And then when it's time for you to go, there's no fear. When it's time for, when you've run your race and you finish your course and you know it's over, it's your choice. God will receive you into his everlasting kingdom. Casting down. The word casting means throwing them down. Throwing them down. It's a very active word. It's not just, well, I cast that down. No, I cast that down. Casting down imaginations. Casting down those images of not being able to make it. Cast that down. Who's telling you you can't make it? Think about how anti-Christ is. You can't make it? There's no way? When you've got the way maker? I said, when you've got the way maker living on the inside of you who has already made a way for you? Oh, yeah. When he says, there's no way, you just lift up your hands and say, Yahweh. Yes way. Oh, glory to God. Casting down those imaginations. Those images of no one likes me. Just there's nobody that cares for me. No one likes me. No one likes me. Cast that down. God likes you. 
And if people don't like you, it ain't your problem. It's their problem. It's a grande problema on them. Not you. Cast those insecurities down. And replace those thoughts of insecurity and rejection. Replace them with the word. Find a word in this word, in this Bible, that discusses and tells you who you are. Don't let other people determine and tell you who you are. Let God's word tell you who you are. And you will find in this book of seeds exceeding great and precious promises that will tell you you are not the rejected, but you are the accepted in the beloved. You'll find that there's no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. You'll find that you're the very righteousness of God in Christ. You'll find that you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus Christ. You will find that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Quit talking about your body. Quit thinking about how you look. Amen. I just heard someone say, I like me. Well, I like me too, and I like you. Amen. Oh, sure, there's changes that we can all make. Amen. But don't let the journey bum you out. Don't let the changes and the things that need to be transformed in your life discourage you. But let them encourage you. And then look to the Holy Spirit to help you with the changes that He desires to see in your life. You see, that's vision. Get the Holy Spirit's vision. See His vision for your life. See yourself the way He sees you. And then... Just meditate on that. I will fear no evil. Don't back off or dodge moving forward in life just because you don't feel good about yourself. Here's the Spirit of God. You have far much more potential than you've realized. Say it with me. I have far... Much more potential than I have yet to realize. Your potential is great. So cast down those images. Cast them down. Cast them down. Cast them down. And bring every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. See, it exalts itself. It arises up. It comes against us. Bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of this word. We are not 
living as those that have been defeated. We are living as those who have been purchased by the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I am the what the word says I am. I have what the word says I have. And I can do what the word of God says I can do. I will do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. Oh, lift your hands and let's give him praise today. Ha, 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 devil. Lord, and let the Lord promote you. Let the Lord exalt you. Do not attempt to exalt yourself. Do not attempt to promote yourself. But rather humble yourself under my mighty hands, says the Lord. And I certainly will exalt you. I certainly will promote you in due time. Just follow me. Live for me. Be faithful. Serve me with all your heart. Love me with all of your heart. Love me with all of your mind. Love me with all of your soul. Let every bit of strength that you have be for the glory of God. For I am watching over your life to do great things. My eyes are running to and fro throughout the whole earth. To show myself strong on the behalf of those who are loyal to me. Just be loyal to me. Just love me. Just serve me. Just be a blessing. And I will promote you. And I will cause you to ride upon the high places of the earth. Hallelujah. Let's lift our hands and thank you. Glory to God. Glory beste caraniste colabare, visho andre caso conite, and follow those who follow me. Follow those and cling closely to those who are an example of my goodness, an example of my faithfulness. Follow them closely. Associate with those that have gone before you. Associate with those, hallelujah, that have possessed the promises and that are living in their wealthy place. And as you follow them, you will see the spirit of faith on them. And so shall the spirit of faith be transmitted into your life. And you will go from glory to glory and from strength to strength and from victory to victory. For this is my will and this is my plan for your life. Glory to God. Say it me three times. I will not fear. I will not fear. Don't be afraid to take that new job. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Now, don't think it up on your own. Don't do anything without acknowledging Him. But once you've acknowledged Him, your source has many channels for you to discover 
And I have more than more than enough opportunities for each and every one of you. So don't be afraid to step out. Don't be afraid to step in. And don't be afraid to step up. Save me for the goodness of the Lord is upon me today. Stop blaming yourself. Stop it. Stop it. There are those in your life and those in your family that have made wrong choices and have made wrong decisions. Do not blame yourself. That's coming from the throne of God right there. Because in blaming yourself, it will bring condemnation into your life. And it is not the will of God for you to look at the past and feel condemned. I hear the Spirit of God say, it's a new day. It's a new season. And I'll tell you something else. It's not over yet concerning your loved ones. Say to me, it ain't over yet. It's not over yet. I will not fear. I will not fear. I will not fear. Woo, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So what do you say for these last couple of moments as Pastor Tom comes and the team comes? What do you say we take our place like Jesus took his place in that ship? And what do you say let's take our place like the disciples should have taken their place in that ship? And let's speak to fear. Let's take our dominion and let's take our authority over the spirit of fear today. Everyone stand up. You've been seated long enough. Let me just quote you a few verses and then we're going to pray. Lift your hands up right now. Stretch a little bit. Woo, glory to God. Wave your hands around. Let's do a wave offering to the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I know some of you are yawning. Praise the Lord. You need a little blood flowing. Hallelujah. Amen. You'll be at Harry's soon enough. Glory to God. I used to be able to touch my toes. How about you? I know Andre probably can, but whoa, thank you. I'm getting closer. I'm getting closer. Amen. Well, I'm doing better than some of you. Some of you can't even touch your knees. Uh Uh-oh. I didn't say that, did I? (laughs) Somebody shout today. Quick quotations, Psalm 23, 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Psalm 27, 1, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Psalm 27, 3, though an host should encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. The war would rise up against me, my confidence is in him. Psalm 118, verse 6, say it with me strong. The Lord is on my side. Oh, say it again. The Lord is on my side. I will not fear. The Lord's on my side. 
The Lord's on our side. Whew. What can man do to me? I refuse to fear. Psalm 112, 7 and 8. I shall not be afraid of evil tidings or bad news. But my heart is fixed. I'm trusting in the Lord. My heart is established. I shall not be afraid. Say me, I shall not be afraid. And lastly, Luke 12, 32. My heavenly father said, do not be seized with alarm and struck with fear, little flock. For it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom of God. And say of me, I receive that in Jesus' name. I'm going to ask my beautiful wife, Brenda, to come, grab a mic or whatever. We're going to take our place. We're going to take our place. Because we're seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We're exalting His name together. And there's some mountains of fear that are going to be removed right now. There's some things that have been attached to some of our lives for years and even decades that are going to have to move. So say with me in the name of Jesus. According to the Word of God, I take my place. I take authority right now over the spirit of fear. Fear, you bow your knee to the name of Jesus, to the name which is above every name. I remind you, Satan, that Jesus destroyed the master fear. And I declare right now that as I plead the blood of Jesus in the name of Jesus over my spirit, over my soul, and over my body, that I am free. I'm free from every fear. It no longer haunts me. I've been delivered. I have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. And I am delivered from fear in the name of Jesus. Come on, let's give God praise right now. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Mountains of fear, you got to go in Jesus' name. Fear of not being accepted, you got to go in Jesus' name. Fear of not, fear of stepping out, you go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. No, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. They're afraid of the future. Too many young people just like, oh man, there's every, all these bad things are happening in the world. Do not fear the future. Even when these pictures and these, these images come, this is what came up in my heart. And I don't know who said it years ago, but an acrostic for fear is false evidence appearing real. You know, for somebody to be convicted of a crime, they can't have false evidence. They need solid evidence. Well, you know what? Those images and those lies of the devil have no foundation. They're not 
solid evidence. Our evidence is found in the Word of God. This is our foundation. Our future is bright. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We're not receiving those false images about any of these areas. Glory be to God. We receive the Word. Someone here sitting in this middle section over there. It's just around the corner. It's just around the corner. Thank you, Lord. I've got some good things for you. Thank you, Jesus. Don't hesitate. Don't hesitate. That's right. Don't back off. Mm -hmm. Brighter days are coming. Brighter days. Better days are coming. So just let his high praises be in your mouth. Thank you, Jesus. And let the Lord exalt you. Thank you, Jesus. Let the Lord promote Amen. you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Hallelujah.